and Dominic Monahan. Beyond its time, dude. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Fucking Hyde. Yeah, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde <laughs> are in it. Dominic Monahan? No, it's Pat Monahan's the lead singer of Train, right? The, the no relation. I don't. I, assume. I don't know I no the idea. first name of the lead singer of Train. Train is so good. Talking about a consistent heavy hitter, man. A consistent heavy, <laughs> always on the charts. Oh my god, is your microphone on? Yeah. Okay, are you how are you guys feeling, all right, Rob, Eric? Are you guys Justin. feeling ready to go? Dude, I'm feeling yeah, I'm ready. Are you I'm feeling are you feeling frisky? A little bit. I'd say so. Okay. Are you feeling boys? Today. You are you watched it earlier today? Yes. Eric, when did you watch it? Did I'm gonna be honest, I did not watch it. What? <laughs> Uh, do you just know it so well? Yeah, like the back. I forgot about it, but I do have scenes in Shrek that keep looping through my mind, like they do on a daily basis. They're just always in your consciousness. It's actually just the one scene where they play that Herb Alpert song when they're like he's like picking new queen or like uh. What like, is the uh, Herb Alpert song? The Pina Colada song. Right? Herb Alpert sings the Pina Colada song. Pretty sure. No, it's no, no. It's it's. They do like right when the mirrors like shuffling through. They play like an old Herb oh. Alpert song. I'm pretty sure. Like on really? Snow White or something. Yeah. I did not. I think it's called. I think it's called Whipped Cream. If you want. Which, <laughs> dude, he has a lot of whipped cream stuff in his catalog. Weirdly, Herb yeah. Alpert has a whipped cream heavy catalog. Whipped cream and other delights. I think it's a title of his album. I think, yeah, I think that's the that whole right? album actually. Man, it's yeah, kind of sweet dude. He does. <laughs> he does. Daddy has a sweet tooth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, on air. It is whipped cream. And other delights. <laughs> I just looked it up. No, the song the song oh, that's played on the mirror is whipped cream by Herb Alpert. Wow. You have an excellent recall, my yeah. friend, for Herb Alpert songs. <laughs> I honestly, I'm, not, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I've I listened to like quite a lot of herb out there like last week so. has it wow. been has it been hidden different in the uh in these strange times <laughs> Dude, it really has it really it's different the herb album. i just look back at the 70s and i think man those were different times <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they had a nine and other delights <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah everybody was like really hairy i think yeah yeah, they were uh, bushel bushin. Is that what it is? Bushin. Oh gosh. Well, anyway, let's get down to brass tacks. Right, what up? What up? This is Quarantine Companion. Uh, I'm Hooks here with Crow, and uh, we've got two very special guests. You may have already heard their names. We've got Eric and Rob here today. Rob and Eric. Hi, uh, hello. 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 Nice. Very nice. And do you have any uh, other, anything else you'd like to say about yourselves? Um, this is Rob speaking, quarantining <laughs> from sunny St. Louis. Oh, uh, the mighty excited. Mo. <laughs> yep, excited to talk about Shrek today. Yes, yes. Eric? Yeah, I'm quarantining from Dallas, the big D. The yeah. big D, baby. We love Texas. Vitamin D, man. It's yeah, the vitamin the D com- <laughs> combats the virus. That's right. Coronavirus daren't not miss with Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Got no business down there. Got no business down there. 
Um, how long have you guys been quarantined, quarantining, self-isolating? Friday? Last Friday, I want to say. Mm. Yeah, last Friday. Yeah, I actually, I was in Costa Rica when kind of this all went down. Wait, what? Oh Saturday. my god. Yeah, I know. I didn't know you were in Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, well, I went with my, my family. They, oh. uh, you know, wanted some beach time. Uh, so yes, they do. They do love yeah, the they, beach. <laughs> they do. They love it. They're famous. Uh, the nil, they're famous. I won't say that. I, I fucked up. But your family is famous for <laughs> the loving the beach. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess you could say that. They're You're very, a sun baby. Yeah, into the beach for sure. But we got back on Saturday, um, and man, yeah, been quarantining since Saturday. Nice. Did they like? Were there like people that showed up on the plane with hazmat suits and shit to like <laughs> hose you guys down? Yeah. Did you have to get your food? temperature checked? And no, no, not, nothing like that. It was just like people were like very on edge and aggressive, and like I had to go through <laughs> customs and. Atlanta and people were like yelling at the uh, I don't know I guess like the customs officers because they weren't wearing gloves and stuff like that mm. um, yeah they weren't wearing sure. gloves well a few of them were and they were actually mad because they weren't giving out gloves oh. to everyone that came through the customs office there was this lady who was like screaming at a customs officer because she thought she should have some gloves I need gloves. I, I don't want to gloves. touch these dirty people. I want gloves. I have a thing yeah. for them. We have been practicing social distancing over here, for sure. Definitely. Um, but I mean, I'm, only taking it seriously since, like, Monday. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was Thursday. <laughs> for me, it was Thursday. I was I was like, oh, man, it's it's really about to be hitting different. Yeah. I mean, once again, we, both got, we both lost our jobs yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's when it really hit. Tuesday we got the chop from Daddy. Oh, they yeah. said, uh, "Hooks and Crow, I'm sorry, but you have been chopped." Yeah. Uh, they brought Ted Allen in actually to tell us. You're 86. I buddy. thought that was a nice gesture, at least, to bring in Ted Allen to tell us that we'd been chopped. <laughs> we got to give an exit interview where we we're like, "I can't. I just can't believe it. I think if the judges had had another chance to 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 give me a, to." To try my Pringles and tuna fish etouffee, <laughs> I really think they would have liked it. If I'd had five more minutes, yeah, I, I, I could have used some like Bobby Flay. Like, I'm sorry, buddy, you just got the gun. Bobby Flay yeah. was me too. I should tell you. Oh, was before he? you? Oh, I think oh, so, shit. right? Oh, I take that back. That's not cool. I'm pretty me. sure. I don't mean to cast aspersions, but I'm pretty sure he had some accusations. Oh, God. Damn, dude, that's shitty as hell. Um, have you have either of you guys? How have you taken to quarantine? I feel like, like I'm in my natural habitat. Like fishes to water. Like, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's been pretty. Our spring break got extended a week. Hell yeah, which kind of nice to be honest. <laughs> Eric, I mean, honestly, this is way better than my normal day. My, <laughs> my normal day. So. And we were talking, Crow and I were talking on the last episode about like, I think I've been practicing for this my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I you, feel completely prepared for this. Yeah, Dude. yeah. I feel retired. I love it. <laughs> this is what it's like at the end, towards the end of life. Yeah. Yeah. Except by 40 years later. <laughs> Gotta get out on the links, dude. I bet they're empty right Start now. hitting, yeah, start, start hitting some balls. Yeah. 
Dude, so. really? Except, except I'm not in like like a severe risk group to die, which is even better about this feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're like, I'm doing the noble thing. I'm staying home. That's you know, that's all I, that could be asked of me. Dude, for the benefit it's of my true. Family. I'm literally getting pat on the back for things that I used to be shunned for. Right, so. <laughs> and it feels so good. I don't feel any of the guilt that I normally feel staying home all day. <laughs> I'm doing something good for the planet. I think you said liberated last time. Like our, our people have been liberated. <laughs> Did I say that? I don't know if I said that. Brought out into the light. Did either of you guys happen to listen to the re- most recent Quarantine Companion where we played a little Settlers of Catan? Yeah, I most definitely did. I did, and I have some issues. Okay, I was like, let's get into it early. Everyone's if you did, listen to it. Let's start digging up these old wounds. I, I will say, I, don't, I couldn't really see the board, obviously, so I don't have any issues with the play style. Okay. I feel like I gave some sound advice. I just was like utterly perplexed by the <laughs> name that you chose for the for the resources. Dude, <laughs> I was completely confused by that. Okay, what were you confused by? Let's go I was especially it. confused by Twig. <laughs> why? Why Twig? Crow came up with there? Crow came up with Twig. Let him explain it. Uh, dude, they're small. They're small twigs. I mean, they're certainly no log size. Like I, I mean, I'm not looking at like a massive log. They looked more like twigs to me. I think he did it. He a couple of years ago came home. We used to live together with this story about a man that he met named Twig, who <laughs> no, I don't think why. is real, and I don't think has ever been real. But I think he that man a, is real. It's a motif. Um, him and Twig. So that guy exists. Um, whether for the better or the worse, I don't really know. Uh, but the, the, I t- I'm going to tell you my decision to make it twig in the moment of the game was not based on that that dude. I think I it mean, was. The, the, I don't think about okay, that well guy. Then what was your basis. decision based on? They, they look like twig. <laughs> and, and it seemed like the group was okay with that. Kindling. To it as twi- I like, I mean, I Rob, like what's twig. What's your goddamn yeah. beef with twig? I like twig. It's it, it just because they don't look like twigs at all to me. What they look would you like giant logs. Yeah, that's what I think too. But there's nothing there for scale. That that is true. But like I've never seen twigs that if they if round. they're real sized, like if it's you know like they're that size that they are on the icon on the card. Those right. are definitely twigs. <laughs> definitely twigs. Wait, isn't there isn't there like growing rings on on the end where they've been cut? Look, like I logs? haven't looked at them closely to see if there are tree rings <laughs> on the resource cards at Catan, but that could give us some clues for sure. It would not be twig in that case. Uh, you know what? I'll eat crow <laughs> when it comes to it, comes to it. If, if famously, he often has to eat crow. When we open, I'll go home. I'll eat. I'll open up the box and I'll. Uh, See if there are rings on it, and then that will, you know, in the great taxonomy of things, one either has rings or one does not, and yeah. one is either twig or a log. So uh, either twig or a log. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What about any of the other ones? Did you have a problem? Did you? What, did you guys like you for the sheep? Uh, I thought it was an interesting choice. To be honest, I don't. What, so what is a you? It's E W E. And it's a female sheep. Yeah, thank you, Eric. A farm boy weighs in. (laughs) For all the 4-H kids out there. Yeah, for all the (laughs) 4-H listeners. (laughs) Did you like barley? 
Yeah, I was okay. I was okay with that. I, I took no issue. It wasn't. We can all get behind Shale, right? Honestly, I was pretty indifferent for all of them except for Twig. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I feel similarly about that. But Shit. Shale, we're all behind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Shale's a good one. And I mean, it looks like Shale. It looks like a nice little chunk of Shale. Just uh. Yeah, I don't, I've lost. I've forgotten everything that. I learned about. I, I will say that right. literally everyone else that I play with does not call that shale. I know, but I learned it. You guys can win on this. I learned it from Hans yeah. Harris. What do they call it? Yeah. They either call it like ore or stone or something. Ore or stone mm. or something. Yeah. But anyway, we, we could segue into this right now because since the release of that episode, we have seen a slight uptick in our listenership. We did, in fact, finally register on the Apple Podcast Analytics. You have to get like Rats. ten unique listeners or something before they start to like keep track. So oh we did God. break that initial threshold. We hit double digits. We sure did, my man. <laughs> I feel like we should be popping like like those things you get at party stores. Yeah, yeah. some party poppers. You get some dumb <laughs> yeah. on, man. We got. We did get uh, some listener feedback. Mm. Um, Connor, our mutual friend Rose, wrote in to let us know that the little black dots. Underneath the numbers on the Catan board are called pips. <laughs> pips. So I, if there's a six on there, there are six pips. Okay. I think that's good that, to that's know. That's how that works. Um, and then uh, all of the four of us here, a mutual friend, Big Ike Miller from Sunny Bozeman, Montana, wrote in to say, "Great podcast, my man. I'm sitting here rubbing Vaseline into my dry, cracked gobs, really enjoying this hooks and crow content." <laughs> Which I thought was a very nice message. Well, yeah, that was the demographic yeah. we were shooting That's for. That's exactly is, uh, what we're looking for. Yeah. If you Are you rubbing Vaseline into your dry, cracked gobs? Then Quarantine Companion is for you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's always had a way with words, that Ike Miller. Man. Yeah, he's a, he's a, a loquacious yeah. individual. Mm-hmm. Him and his fish. Um but at any rate, that's good to hear, man. I, I didn't know. I mean, what the hell is a pip, anyways? It's a little black dot underneath the number on the Catan board, apparently. Oh. That's all I can tell you. It's, okay. Have either of you boys heard uh, about this? Those are my pips. No. Didn't matter why. Not familiar with pips. Why? Well, <laughs> like, doesn't that mean like. Saint? Isn't that a band like Gladys Knight and the Pips or something like I that? I don't know about that. I know. From the Equalizer? I know, like, in. in... Did you guys see that movie with Denzel Washington? No, I did not. Rob, Rob, also in the last episode, what did you think about our Death Guy for Cutie conversation? Uh, that, was, that was the other thing I wanted yeah. to touch on. I would like. I really enjoyed when you guys just started listing Death Cab for Cutie songs. Do you I was like, I have to ask Rob if he would like to list some more Death Cab for Cutie songs briefly. I was thinking about Cath recently. Oh, yeah, shit. that's a great one. That's a good I, I, I'm surprised that you guys, since you guys were talking about transatlanticism, I thought you were going to touch on the uh, uh, Tridal track. Which I, when you guys were talking about like getting like getting in your feels in like eighth grade, oh yeah, you know, yeah songs, I really resonated I need with that. You so much closer. <laughs> yeah, that line specifically. It just repeats it for like eight minutes. I remember one time I was playing that song in the car with like my one of my parents, and they were like, "You just have to skip this song. <laughs> it's too repetitive." <laughs> it's like, oh, you That's don't get point, it, bro. You don't get uh, it. <laughs> yeah, but now now like a couple years removed, I can. I can think I can relate to your parents a little bit more. Yeah. On that. <laughs> what did you think about Kinstooji? <laughs> about what? Kinstooji. 
Oh, I feel like I don't have an uh, informed enough opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Did I tell you I, think I, that's I when went? I got out of the fandom. I saw them alive on the Kinstuji tour, stopped through Missoula. Damn. <laughs> Like, you want to go into it? I got a free ticket. That's the only reason I went. Oh my god, I was with you. You went to. Oh shit, that's right. That's right. That was awful. And uh, I was, <laughs> dude. They played pictures in an exhibition, and I spent the whole song trying to be like, "What is this song called again?" Yeah. I can't remember. I think I left pretty early on. Um, but I did like it. I was like, I owe a debt to my younger self i have this opportunity to see them literally for free it's within walking distance yeah so yeah i it was fine uh yeah i didn't feel like i owed them anything uh, at that point but <laughs> styrofoam plates um oh yeah rob um <laughs> eric do you wanna say any death cat for cutie songs Dude, I do not know very many. I will follow you into songs. the dark, crooked teeth. I will say, though, that after listening to, the, to your guys' uh, last episode, um, I have had the cranberry stuck in my head. Oh, that's not in my dream. That's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, I was thinking about playing that on my radio show tomorrow because of the relevance. Yeah. Yeah, dude, or playing Life in a Northern Town. You ever hear that song? A big dad anthem. This is worth checking out. Sometime. Is that Men it's the at one work? that's like, uh, hey, um, bum, bum, uh, um, bum, isn't that Men at Work? No, dude, it's um, goddamn like dream. It doesn't matter. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's worth looking. I think into. it's by Men at Work. Rob, do you have any idea? You're full of shit. Uh, no, I'm completely. You've completely lost. Didn't men at work do like uh, the the men down under? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I come from a land yeah. down under. Is that what it's I'm a thinking mistake. of? No. Oh wait, no. Like it's uh, they also do. Um, they also sing this like son of a farmer's daughter or something like that. <laughs> No, but it doesn't matter, dude. We don't need to talk about this shit. Uh, should we get Should we get to the brass tacks? Should we talk about what we came out here? To, wait. Yeah, we got to get down to business. Wait. What? I had one more point of business. Okay. So, it's been an ongoing issue in the last few weeks of this show. Uh, kind of an open question. I have a very vivid memory. Um, Eric... You didn't go to middle school with us, but Rob and, Rob and I went to middle school together. I have a very vivid memory of an Aikido sensei coming to my middle school and fighting a bunch of children. We'll get into it, hopefully, in a lot more detail in a future episode, because I've been kind of putting an open question out to the world, like, if anyone else remembers this, please let me know, because... I've been. I asked Rob. He has no recollection of it. A few of our other friends from Elena Middle School have had no recollection. I asked my dad recently if he remembered hearing anything about it, and he had no idea. <laughs> I did get confirmation. Somebody else reached out to me, and they remember an Akito Sensei coming to Helena Middle School and fighting children. Oh my god! And it was my. It is my identical twin. Maybe brother. you guys all had to like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so he corroborated. I, we'll have to. He did. We'll have to get to the bottom of it. Hopefully, in a future episode, he wants to phone in and talk about it. 
I feel like maybe you guys have always all had to sign NDAs or something. <laughs> <laughs> like if you just we, they like the it, hell out I of think kids. I my running theory is maybe he and I were snatched discreetly for some sort of testing. Like we were just both forced to witness this in like a <laughs> clinical environment or something. I don't know. <laughs> But we'll we'll try to get to the bottom of it. I just, Rob, I wanted to update you mostly on that. Yeah, thank I you. Like, I feel like you guys probably just watched like Daddy Daycare and are just like living. Does that ha- that doesn't happen in Daddy Daycare? That's I've the seen climax. I've seen Daddy Daycare. <laughs> he doesn't go to a nobody goes to a middle school gym and knocks sweeps the leg of like eighty middle schoolers. <laughs> No, but that one kid, uh, Crispin, is like causing a bunch of trouble, and I think they like smack him upside the head or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's that on the uh, the director's cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on the the subject of Eddie Murphy, let's talk about what we came here to talk about. Two thousand one, motion picture. The first film to ever win an Academy Award for Outstanding Animated Film. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> 2001's... A Shrek Odyssey. Animated classic Shrek <laughs> from DreamWorks uh, yeah. Studios. Starring Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um, Pinocchio. Uh, Gingy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the German Gingy. three little pigs, <laughs> the big bear Tinkerbell. Were you just referring to the gingerbread man as Gingy? That's what his name is. His name is Gingy. Back me up, bro. Proper. Really? Tell me, I'm not the only one who knows this. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know that. I think you might be. Y'all don't know about Gingy. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what his official name is. The that's gingerbread man. His name is Gingy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we like to we like to read a little summary here of at the start of our movie reviews, as you guys will remember from our um parts of the Caribbean Pirates of the Caribbean episodes. Did you guys like those? <laughs> I love them. I, I will say, not to detract from this, um, but mm. I did, because of you guys, I watched Pirates of the Caribbean on the flight back. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And Which I totally one? get what you say about Gibbs now. Which one? <laughs> He's a great, great character. <laughs> He's amazing. It's bad luck to be singing about pirates. <laughs> did you watch all three of them? The, they only had the Black Pearl. Oh, that's uh, the best one, though. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> Man starts in a pig pen and look where he yes. is. Yes, first mate. That one was for the smell. <laughs> yeah, we we discussed. He has sort of a tragically cyclical arc in the original trilogy of those movies because yeah, Jack Sparrow finds him sleeping with the pigs in Tortuga. And presumably leaves him in the exact same place. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Gibbs is just such a forgiving guy. Like I, I, I hope they don't really. I don't want to talk about. It. I can't go back into that shit, dude. Yeah, I I'm sorry stop. for taking it away from track. I am glad that you watched that, though. Um, you should definitely watch it. You should just skip Dead Man's Chest, go straight to Outworld's End. I think that was the conclusion. I mean, you you kind of have to get the two of them. As a, they're they're a duology, mm. certainly. Yeah, but the uh, 
Dead Man's I'll Chest. I'll probably just watch all of them. That's that's how much I enjoyed the Black Pearl. <laughs> I, I think Dead Man's Chest Rob, has a lot. Committed. Has a Not lot. Committed. He's dedicated. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Wait, are you good. committing to the entire series or just the original trilogy? We just did the original trilogy. Because I think I felt like such a strong connection to the nostalgia of it. Yeah. And I have yeah. never seen those fourth and fifth ones, so it would it would there would be no I would just be like, This sucks. Yeah. The fourth one carries some nostalgia for me, but <laughs> we, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. <laughs> that one is a little X rated. It's cursed. It's cursed. <laughs> But anyway, let's get back into Shrek. Uh, Once upon a time in a faraway swamp, there lived an ogre named Shrek, Mike Myers, whose precious solitude is suddenly shattered by an invasion of annoying fairy tale characters. They were all banished from their kingdom by the evil Lord Farquaad. Determined to save their home, not to mention his, Shrek cuts a deal with Farquaad and sets out to rescue Princess Fiona to be Farquaad's bride. Rescuing the princess may be small compared to her deep, dark secret. It's deep and it's dark. And it's a secret. Um, It's deep and it's dark. So yeah, Eric, as we've already discussed, did not watch Shrek uh, this week. But when do you think was the most recent time you watched Shrek, Eric? I watched it... About six months ago. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. And Rob and Crow both watched it today. I watched it literally <laughs> right before I came <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, it's same as well. Just a couple hours ago. Yeah. It's, so it's fresh. Yeah. It's fresh in the mind. Yes. I was bummed to find out it's not streaming anywhere. You have to ride to rent it. I thought it was on Hulu. Yeah. I thought it was on Prime, but uh, I could not find it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I had to rent it on YouTube, which was a strange experience. I've never had to do something like that. <laughs> I've before. never had to do something like that before. I rented it on Amazon Prime. I found it. You just search Shrek. S H R E K. I put in Shirk, I think. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, but yeah, it was fairly recent for me. And you watched it last night, right? Mm-hmm. Over, over there, Hooks. Uh, it was great, but we all have extensive histories with this movie it came out right at the sweet spot i think for all of us in our youths did you guys any of you guys see this movie in theaters yeah i did i i believe i did as well oh i don't know if i did or not i definitely saw the pursuant ones but i don't know i don't remember if i saw this one in theaters yeah it's a deep cut uh, that's a deep, that's a deep crow cut uh, over here. I definitely remember seeing Puss in Boots for the first time in the yeah, theaters, sure. loving that. Yeah. But I don't remember. I definitely at least had this movie on like VHS and watched the absolute shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I could say that for myself as well. Uh, or maybe DVD whenever that came out. But, yeah. yeah, Rob, I know you personally really connected with one character specifically from this movie yeah I, I, i'm uh, talking about eddie murphy's donkey really of course because <laughs> yeah, you love it because you love eddie murphy <laughs> I, I love eddie murphy i've been a huge fan for a long long time but my love of him has evolved over I know, the year i know for sure <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, I thought he was great as Donkey. Donkey. And that was on a real hot streak in his career. Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. Daddy yeah. Daycare. Right, yeah. Axel Fermageddon. Dr. Doolittle. Let's not forget about Dr. Doolittle. Do- Dr. Doolittle. Norbert. Norbit. Norbit. <laughs> I know you love Norbit, Rob. Um, what else did he do around this time? Uh, did he, do, he did like Tower Heist, but I think that was later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He did that one where there's like a tree that counts down the number of times he can lie. Uh, I think that was the movie that really killed his career. <laughs> what was that called? Uh, a Thousand Words. Oh, yeah. I remember it fondly. Did you see it? I watched the trailer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? I was like, wow, Eddie Murphy's still kicking about. And I guess he was not kicking about after that. <laughs> yeah, that thing did seem like a dead end um, um, for anyone's career. Yeah, so what... what uh, what were your guys' kind of general thoughts on your most recent Shrek viewing? Well, um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm struggling for where's here. Rob, you want to kick off first? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can try. I, I think the thing that stuck out to me most was I feel like the, the thing that happens whenever I watch a movie from my youth <laughs> um, is that there's there's often a lot of like more adult themes going on. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. There's like there's like a boner joke in there somewhere that I'd never noticed before. With Farquaad, yeah. Yeah, especially with Farquaad. He has like this weird I don't know, he has like this like this like the torture scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange to me. He literally breaks off his legs. And, and, legs. and he's like playing with Gingy's legs like right in front of his face. He's like, Oh, look at your There he walked we'll we'll get into it more, but he walks in and the executioner is waterboarding Gingy in milk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And I don't know if this movie came out before or after 9-11, but like it's it's oh, of, wow, yeah. it's of oh that God. era, dude. Good point. Yeah. It's crazy. Some, foreshadowing, some dude. Foreshad- yeah. It would have been being made before 9-11, so like foreshadowing for sure. Um, dude, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't this DreamWorks' like first movie? No, so it was, it was their first computer animated movie. The studio had previously made, I think, like the Sinbad animated movie before that. And it's like the classic 2D cell animation stuff. And they spent a lot of money on it and it nearly bankrupted the studio. So they were planning on doing Shrek in the same way, but then they had to like make it the cheapest possible <laughs> version that they could. And so that it was the first, their first uh, full CG animated movie. Wow. Damn. It kills. It absolutely kills. One thing that I noticed. Do you think the animation holds up? Oh, hell yeah, man. The shadow work was phenomenal. Uh, But the goddamn. It looks like it just just looks to me like a first generation PlayStation game. (laughs) And like, especially when it gets up, like I thought it looks, it looks fine most of the time, but then when it cuts into like a close up, the faces look so weird and like the expressions that they make Shrek especially are just like everything he does. It looks like there's so much like cold, hollow pain in his eyes, like all the time. All of the characters just have these lifeless, weird eyes. And it's like so 
rooted in the uncanny valley <laughs> there's no light oh uh, yeah. yeah i think it was definitely in that era like the polar express era where like the animation tried to be like photorealistic and it just turned out to be yeah uncanny valley <laughs> and like if you just like look at it all the backgrounds to the scenes are they look like a community theater stage production just like painted <laughs> tarp in the background or something it's just like a completely flat yeah background no scene windows. yeah background yeah dude but I, dude it did slap know. one of my main kind of thoughts watching it this time was like the kind of, how much of it is just like shrek is is such an outwardly hostile like example of toxic masculinity throughout the whole thing like they talk about it so much that it's just like why won't you let anybody in and he's like because nobody likes me i'm better off alone i just want to be in my swamp yeah it's like so sad boy nice guy energy yeah just Um, so (laughs) yeah and anytime like his confidence is so brittle and like fragile that just like any kind of like perceived slight and he immediately goes from like being in love to just like hating your fucking yeah. guts dude exactly <laughs> i feel like we're jumping the gun but that that really does yeah let's yeah it. let's start yeah. to just kind of get into it beat by beat as we like to do we like to get out comb through these pictures so shrek opens up with the like storybook kind of introduction like the ones there lived a princess in the highest room of the tallest tower there's a dragon waiting for someone to come get her shrek introduces himself by scoffing he says like yeah right or something and then he rips the page out of the book and bursts out of his outhouse as the opening chords of smash mouth's all-star come in and i the implication which i i think was just fully impressed on me now is that he's wiping his ass with this? He's using this book as toilet paper, right? right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I picked up on that during this viewing as well. Man, I mean, we're all kind of going through some tough times. Do you think that's just because he uh, didn't buy enough toilet paper and he couldn't get it at the supermarket? <laughs> I was gonna say he, um, like especially in the first scene, you know he. he he knows how to live. He knows how to self quarantine. He's ready like, for COVID. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, he, he's ready to uh, survive. He's ready to hunker down <laughs> for a while. But anyways, you move on from the. Uh, did either of you guys? Did any of you guys have to do any improvised toilet paper solutions? I did not. Um. Well. Uh, well. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I, I've been, I've, I, before I left on this trip, I was running very low um, oh, no. and I was like, you know what? I'll just get some when I come back. Um, and now that they're completely out, a good thing. I have a lot of, uh, paper towels. Hell yeah. You know, that's kind of what I'm working with. You're still, oh, wow. you're still in that situation. Uh, yeah, I went to the store yesterday. I've gone to the store like two or three times since I've been back. They've been out the, both times that I've gone. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rob, I if, if do you want to give your address? Someone send yeah, Rob yeah, some l- Scott's l- 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 wet l- wipes l- or something. <laughs> I'll dot him over. 
Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about my paper towel situation, so save <laughs> your TP for someone else who is in That's dire true. need. Yeah. What kind of ply is it, man? I mean, I get that it's absorbent, but is it comfortable? No. Oh. <laughs> are, you using, are you using, like, Bounty? Like, what kind of what brand are you working with, Rob? Uh, so, I think about whatever, like, great value... No, oh god! That's the Walmart kind of grocery store. Is that that's the quality I'm working with here? Hell yeah, he's toast. Hell yeah. Well, Rob, we we're we're praying for you. We hope you get that rectified soon. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, and then there's like so yeah, back to Shrek. Whole opening montage of like Shrek getting ready, where he does all his like gross stuff. While listening to Smash Mouth, you know, like he brushes his teeth with like slug guts. Yeah, that can't be good for the enamel, he, dude. You know, he like bathes in mud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what else? He uh, he flatulates. Yeah, <laughs> he farts a lot, as they say. Uh, <laughs> I was saying he like brushes his teeth with the slug stuff and his. It's got like a bunch of like plaque buildup, and his gums are like black. And I was aren't in it. Like, come on, man, use some real toothpaste, not that slug stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good oral hygiene. You're crazy about oral hygiene, aren't you? I do love it. Mm-hmm. I do love it. Um, yeah. What he get? Yeah. Is there anything else happen in that opening scene? He does like <laughs> yeah, like he he eats a grub. But no, I he don't eats know. a girl. I I did want to say that like he the, pulls um a, a candle of earwax out of his ear, yeah, and it looks oh, yeah. so satisfying. Yeah, that's the thing that sticks out. That's the scene that I remember even before this viewing. I probably watched it like when it came out. It was the last time I saw it, and Whoa. that scene still stuck in my mind when he pulls out that wax. Yeah, it looked it like it. it felt so good. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to pull out a huge log of earwax like that. Okay. That don't you think that would feel good? I don't know, man. Like, I, I really don't we know. Have, that, that it would be connected to your brain, I think. I, somebody, I once had somebody tell me that when they were younger, they had to go to the, they like went to the doctor, got like a bunch of their earwax like suctioned out, and they hadn't realized, but they had like so much. Earwax built like it had affected their hearing so much. They're like, "Yeah, I got it cleaned out," and I was like, "Oh, I forgot that you were supposed to be able to like hear your footsteps when you're walking." Oh my God, isn't that crazy? <laughs> so yeah, now I imagine all... that's what Shrek must have felt like because that yeah. was that was a big one, and so he doesn't fun. have huge ears. <laughs> yeah. No, no, and yeah, it looks like it must have. It was like the entirety of his little wiggly ear. <laughs> I I didn't. I don't know if I'd ever noticed. It fully noted or appreciated how expressive his ears are in this oh, movie. Yeah. Like when he's sad, they, they droop. Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's a little cute. donkey. Uh, but yeah, then, so yeah, we cut away from Shrek's swamp to the, um, I don't know what you would call this, like the forcible seizure of any and all. Right. Fairy tale creatures. A stop and, and a frisk. And I guess what we later know is the kingdom of Dulock. Um, yeah, stop a stop and frisk or a, what do they call it nowadays? Like civil 
seizure or something. Yeah, like civil seizure. Uh, the government's coming for your shit. They're you've gonna got, take like, your illegal. <laughs> I guess corrupt sheriff pets. coming into town and yeah. <laughs> foreclosing on my truck. I ain't behind in those payments, and he knows it. He's just trying to rile me. But, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, here you see the first thing. Then th- this is something that really stuck with me. Here is the Farquad F. He has this little insignia, and it's the. It looks so much like the Facebook F. And like the his color scheme is even like really similar to that. Did anyone else notice that? Yeah, I totally remember that. I did not pick up on that, um, but it, it's all clicking now. It's all making. I was like, wow, they really. Farquaad is a lot like Zuckerberg. <laughs> and it's really funny. You I think how Zuckerberg found a wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he paid some ogre to do it. That's what Steve Jobs did with Wozniak, dude. Go find a tall tower, please. Uh, that that is ridiculous. Uh, do you think when Facebook dropped in like two thousand four, right? Somewhere now. Yeah. 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 That's what they say in the social network, right? Right? I, don't, I didn't actually see that. I didn't see it, man. Jesse Eisenberg talks too fast for me to see any of his movies. Um, maybe, maybe that's the pie call in the kettle black, but um, yeah, that guy, Jesus Christ, man, slow down. Uh, that's not the point. Anyways, you're Shrek. Yeah, we got Shrek, the uh, old lady, trying to sell her talking donkey because she's so annoyed with him, which I think is funny. <laughs> Dude, that scene stuck. It's seared into my memory. I'm a flying talking donkey. <laughs> yeah, she's just like auctioning him off for yeah. what little money she can get for him. Yeah, she's like, I'm the talkingest damn thing you ever seen. She's because he does. He's clever. He's like pretending he doesn't talk, so they'll think he's just a regular donkey. So they won't want him. They knock the Tinkerbell dust on him, and he briefly starts flying. He's loving it. He loves it. I'm, I'm a flying talking donkey. <laughs> yeah. As he says. Now you see the donkey fly. <laughs> yeah, you may, what does he say? You may have seen a horse fly. You may have seen super fly. Or even a super fly, but you ain't never seen a donkey yeah. fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, at this, then the like first scene where he's talking, he goes with Shrek. After Shrek scares away. Oh yeah, the opening montage. There's like the all the guys have their like pitchforks and stuff, mm-hmm. and Shrek yeah. scares them away and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Donkey runs into Shrek. All the Farquad guys chase after him, and they're like, "Oh god, <laughs> come with us" or something like that. And Shrek's like, "Oh yeah, you and what are me?" <laughs> and the, they all ran away. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's because he's so scary. Yeah, yeah, he's they immediately hightail it. And he and Donkey are going, and and Donkey's just yeah, it's the classic Shrek and Donkey repartee. <laughs> and I was remembering that I was thinking about that scene how in the movie I Am Legend, Will Smith's character like loves Shrek and has like the whole movie. <laughs> I don't remember that. Memorized? Do you, does anyone remember that? I have no memory of that. <laughs> Damn it. This is going to be another, another, created memory another thing I hallucinated. I'm pretty sure that in the movie I Am Legend, Will Smith's character loves Shrek and like recites it and like 
<laughs> when that girl and her mom are briefly at his house. They're watching Shrek, and he, like, has been hurt, but he recovers, and he, like, walks into the room, and he's just like, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Like, he just is, like, saying it along with Donkey. It's it's a pretty good, he does a pretty good Donkey. Okay. I'll but I was like, I, I'm not watching I, was, I was like, wow, dude, I here, you know, it's uh, it was prescient. Here we are. The plague is starting, and, he, and we're all watching Shrek. Just like Will Smith. Yeah. um i did want to say like first of all before we go just straight beat by beat do the soundtrack for this movie is unreal the soundtrack for the whole franchise is pretty iconic holy hell how much must the did they did they cost a lot to just get all the rights to those badass songs maybe i I wonder if they were all if they're they're all like maybe sort of popular songs, but like not that like like affordable popular mm. songs. Yeah. Although uh, Smash Mouth will to this day die on the hill that like All Star was a charting song before it was the theme song <laughs> for Shrek. <laughs> like I saw this th- I saw this article once where it was like. It's weird this pointing out this weird phenomenon that like Twitter trolls would be like at Smash Mouth, you're only popular because of Shrek or something. <laughs> and like the official Smash Mouth Twitter will like respond to all of them individually and be like, actually check your facts, like All Star was charting <laughs> in the top forty before Shrek ever came out. Guy Fieri just wants <laughs> we to had, set the like, record two straight. Top five hits. <laughs> like they're very defensive of their legacy. Can you blame them? I can't. I, <laughs> I won't hold it against him. Did you know that Guy Fieri is the, actually the lead singer? That's not right. <laughs> I don't believe you. But they also have like they have Hallelujah in there, but it's like a cover. Yeah, it's not a bad. Right. Cover, but that's a badass song. You know they have I'm a believer, but it's a cover. Eels. They have the. Oh yeah, they got eels. Eels probably wasn't that expensive in two thousand one. Bad reputation. Oh um, yeah, bad right, reputation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a classic one. <laughs> the fucking proclaimer song. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. Not yeah. It's not. It, it wasn't yeah, free. It wasn't free. You know, but yeah. So then, yeah, then Shrek and Donkey are back staying at Shrek's house, and this is, uh, I guess, where we see Shrek make that candle actually. Cause I wrote down like Shrek knows how to do self care, cause he's like he's just like made this whole meal very carefully and he like lights a candle and he's just like, ah, finally a moment's peace, and then what do you know, the blonde mice are in there, um the oh yeah he's like dead broad off the table yeah get, i wrote that down too get the dead broad off the table <laughs> yeah. it's no way yeah that was like, well, that's a little something a little nice in there for daddy yeah. <laughs> a little something in there for daddy get the dead broad off the table um there's i really liked the german uh three little pigs yeah. They're like, you yeah, have to report me up. Signed an eviction notice. creatures that are in the, the swamp that night. You 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 think they're the best, Eric? I think I think I think that they make the most like searing impact on my brain. <laughs> like, the entire thing, like they're the only ones that I can really remember, and they don't make any other appearance in the entire movie. I do remember. They them. come back at the end. They uh, break dance 
And I'm a believer at the musical number at the oh, end. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a climax. But they were also in the DVD, like, um, I don't know. I, the far, main far away menu. idol? No, no, no. Oh, like the DVD menu. Like, play the movie. Yeah, play. And play oh, the wow, movie. Yeah. 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 Sign an eviction notice. Yeah. yeah. Love the three little pigs. I like It's funny how I think this movie, some, and it's, I guess. People have made a lot on the internet about how it's kind of like a, an intentional drag of Disney and stuff. Like, Duloc is supposed to be a drag on Disney World and all that kind of stuff. And they're kind of, I guess, deconstruct or, you know, throwing a wrench in the classic fairy tale formula, you know, oh. much like Hoodwinked attempted to do in later years. Um, it successfully did. <laughs> successfully did in later years. We will be doing a Hoodwinked episode. For yeah, sure. for sure. <laughs> Probably got to get Zach Bagler on that one. Definitely. Yeah. Crucial. Yeah. yeah. He loves it. He loves that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's funny. Shrek is like going into the swamp and he's yelling and he's just like, "Attention, all uh, fairy tale things." <laughs> and it's just yeah. like. Because it's so discontinuous. It's just like there's Cinderella and there's Pinocchio and there's the pigs and there's like the wolf and the, and the, the wolf grandma. and there's a yeah. bear, but and there's the three bears. And yeah. yeah, I just thought that was the way he says fairy tale things. Yeah, it's PC. It's PC in that world. And there's, there's this bit where like he's like screaming at all these people about like how he doesn't want them there and he's gonna have to like go march up to Farquaad and make him kick all these people out and they all just start cheering for him. (laughs) And that's uh, that's when I wrote down, yeah, it's like Shrek's misanthropy is mistaken as heroism all throughout this movie. (laughs) Like everybody, he just hates everybody and wants to be left alone. But all these people are like, oh yeah, he's a hero. He's a legend. Yeah. And then that's around the time. Where we cut to the gin, where to Gingy getting waterboarded, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I wrote down at one point because Donkey then goes off with him and he's like singing. This is where he's singing all like Three Dog Night and stuff. And I'm like, does Don? So Donkey knows pop songs, and that raises an interesting question because it's like pop right. music exists in this reality. Like it's not all just soundtrack needle drops. He sings. One is the loneliest number that you ever had. Yeah. yeah. It's very much like a genie in the Aladdin. I haven't seen that. It transcends dimensions. Yeah, exactly. Bringing our pop culture, the audience's pop culture, into the uh, land of Duloc. <laughs> Duloc. I love Duloc. Um, yeah, so yeah, then we cut to the gingy torture scene where he's getting waterboarded in a glass of milk. <laughs> and then uh um what is what is uh oh he's like where are all the fairy tale creatures i know there are more of them he's yeah. like i'll never tell <laughs> yeah he holds out for like quite a while after getting his legs broken off. yeah and then he, yeah. he's even cool. trying to mislead him he's like okay i'll tell you do you know <laughs> the muffin man the muffin man yes the muffin man the one who lives on Drury lane it's pretty good stuff he knows how to bluff yeah yeah he tries to blame the muffin man on Drury lane um farquaad's not buying it 
Uh, but he gets distracted by the they've got the mirror mirror on the wall and he just like throws Jinji into a trash can. <laughs> like I don't know how he gets out. He doesn't come back until the end of the movie and he's he's got his legs. He's like got bandaged new legs and like a candy cane cane and he's I wonder how he got out. He's like Lieutenant Dan at the end of Forrest Gump like Titanium, this is yeah. what they make the space shuttles out of. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan and Jinji do uh, share a lot of characteristics. I want to see throughout the years, like Jinji going through that rough recovery phase in the wheelchair where he's like getting a couple of hookers up to the room and he's like, they, they like set him off and he's like, don't you ever call him stupid. He's got like, he's got like the big stupid gingerbread man that comes into the later ones and they're like because he can't talk he's so big and don't you ever call him stupid I want to see it you just want to see a gingerbread this is my fiance Susan I do want to see a gingerbread forest gump dude you telling me you wouldn't want to see that my family made all kinds of jelly beans yeah or or something I don't know oh yeah there would be an equivalent to shrimp equivalent to shrimp yeah um Anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, Jinji get, yeah gets thrown into the trash. <laughs> There's the mirror, mirror on the wall. I I have a question about how the monarchy works in the realm of Duloc because like Lord Farquaad is just a lord; he's not a king, but he does have like absolute monarchical authority. But then to be king. He just has to marry one of these three random princesses. Like in this universe are Cinderella and Snow White and Fiona all sisters of one royal line. Like I don't understand how it works. Mm. Yeah, it is it is pretty am, ambiguous as to why he actually wants to become king when he already like is sort of the ruler of the land. Right. Like he what he just wants the crown, I guess, because it looks dumb. <laughs> He loves the bling. Yeah. He loves the bling. He's in it for the drip. Give me the bling. <laughs> yeah. I'll stand a king, though. I'll stand a short king like Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> trying to uh trying to look fresh. Um, yeah. Eric, do you have any thoughts about how the monarchy works in Duloc? Yeah, well my question is, alright, if if they are all sisters. Does that make them all ogres as well? Like, are they all going to transform into ogres? Or well, I guess misunderstanding. I guess it would be like, um, like they because they all have different curses. I guess like Snow White is in her coma. Um, Cinderella is forced to be an indentured servant. Yeah, and Fiona has to be an ogre. I guess. Yeah, between the. Night. But that's a fair question though about. They, they, the rest of those princesses are like supporting characters in the rest of the movies, but they do never bring up anything about them also uh, turning green or anything. <laughs> Although the uh, the mirror does refer to Cinderella as a mentally abused shut-in, and that is a, yeah, <laughs> a, yeah, that's a little that's a curse. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a curse. I'd say that's a curse for sure. Yeah. Uh, then we get yeah Shrek and Donkey coming into Duloc, which you Creo made an observation, kind of walking around in the 
quarantine shutdown world that we live in now is a lot like <laughs> yeah. you made the reference just the other day. You were like, it's like walking around in Duloc hey, while everybody's Duloc. at the um, <laughs> at the uh, tournament. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, it was the same walking over here today. What's it like in Dallas, Eric? Have you walked? I mean, I guess you've you said you've only been to the Seven Eleven across the street or something like <laughs> yeah, that. That's right. <laughs> But you know there are there are a bunch of bums that do frequent the Seven Eleven. They yeah. are all still there, so okay. it seems to be business as usual, at least in my yeah. neighborhood. <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's keeping their head screwed on straight. What about uh, you over there in the Gateway to the West, Rob? Are there people on the streets there? Or is it pretty grim? Um, there are people about somewhat, but I, I would say like it, it does feel very apocalyptic. Like when I was walking around last night, the fog had descended. <laughs> Oh like God! The and there was no one, no one about, and so yeah, it felt like end times. We've Man. been having like hurricane gale force winds. Yeah, okay. over here, like You've noticed that house too? rattling winds all the time, and it's just like oh, it's starting. Yeah, <laughs> I saw some locusts. Yeah, um, yeah, some, some rivers frogs. of blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like got hit by a frog yeah. walking out of my house yesterday. Yeah, dude. There's that weird that scene in weird. this where like. Shrek and Fiona blow up a frog and a snake into like balloons yeah. for each other, and then they just float off into the air. And it's like they that those are dead. Those animals are dead. They killed. They really, don't their don't their eyes still like move around yeah. when they're like inflated? Yeah, yeah. but it's like those animals are dead. That snake got tied into like a balloon doggy. That thing is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, was, I was struck by how like casually abusive they were to those animals. Yeah, and then, when Fiona like blew up that bird with, with her singing. Yeah, 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 and then fried her children. Yeah, up I was for like, breakfast. I was watching it and I was like, Maniac. did she do all of that intentionally just to get those eggs? Because that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, she went in, <laughs> blew up the mom. And then walked out with the spawn to eat. <laughs> dude, that, that is some Dahmer shit. She's wrong. Dude. That is some Dahmer shit. Um, there's they make a funny joke there. They get to Duloc. This was one as a kid. Trek makes that joke. They look at the big tower and he's like, "Do you think he's compensating for something?" <laughs> and Donkey like doesn't really react. And that was one as a kid. It reminded me of like watching Seinfeld as a kid, where I'd be like, "I know that's a joke, but I don't." understand what the right. joke is right but then i watched it now and i was like oh i get it it's a dick joke i think that probably when i was a kid i thought the compensation was for the fact that he was just like a short little man like, yeah yeah he's a little short man and he needs a big tall tower <laughs> wink wink nudge, nudge. wink wink um, a big tall tower wink wink um i love then we get the famous bad reputation, Joan Jet, Shrek heel turn, like Hogan at WrestleMania. Like that's exactly what I wrote down. Shrek, Shrek Mania. Shrek Mania. The strongest force in the universe. Shrek Mania is the strongest force in the universe. Donkey. <laughs> yeah, dude. Definitely some Shrek Mania. Vibes. Shrek is the cream, and he rises to the top. <laughs> i do like that right before he does it he like chugs a beer in like two seconds yeah. 
Yeah, and they then, have some great one-liners throughout this movie, and that one is one of my favorites. When he says, "Can't we just settle this over a pint?" Yeah, <laughs> can't we just settle this over a pint, donkey? <laughs> yeah, I do love it. I love when they're like. Throw the chair! Throw the chair! And Donkey throws him a chair and he's like, Tag me in, Shrek! Tag me in! It's like they actually just have a wrestling ring. That's what I love yeah. about these movies. <laughs> Macho Man Donkey Savage. <laughs> Macho Man Donkey Savage. Wow. What were you going to say, Eric? What do you think they're like, before Shrek came in, what do you think this event was? Like, if you look at it, there's, like, tents and horses and, like, a boxing ring. Yeah. I think like, they, this is, like, a variety show? I think they established Farquaad is talking about, because he gets the piece of information from the mirror that's, like, you have to rescue her from the Dragon Tower, and no. he's, like... Okay, get ready. Number two, we're going to have a tournament. So it's like, I think originally all those knights were just going to fight each other, and the winner was going to have the honor of going to rescue Fiona. But then Shrek shows up and he's like, kill the Oga. But I think what what Eric is saying is like, why were it, what were those things set up for? Like, what was this tournament going to be? Oh, I think it's just a whole day party. Like, yeah, we fight each other, but like we're drinking and stuff. And like, there's a wrestling <laughs> ring. And, uh... But how many of the, just two wrestlers at once? And then there's just like a. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Like the Why tournament, like it was probably a bracketed, like seated tournament layout, like with a but with a like gigantic like cement truck filled with beer. In the yeah, dude, what, you what, gotta. What was those that? guys are fighting hard, dude? <laughs> <laughs> they deserve a drink. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Shrek loved it. It, it reminded me of the little um, the truck that Mister Sir drives when he breaks them the water on holes. <laughs> but uh, we don't have to go there. But you love holes. I do love holes. We'll have to do a holes episode. <laughs> Rob, do you want to do a holes episode? I know you love that I movie. Would, I would be honored to be on the holes episode. I love that Again, movie. Another soundtrack that absolutely slaps. Stand uh, <laughs> I watched Tremors the other night. Have, you, have any of you guys seen that? I don't think I have. Dude, I've seen Tremors, but it's been like 10 years. I was going to be like, Eric, you definitely have seen Tremors. <laughs> it's a definitely a, a year kind of movie. I really liked it, though. There's yeah, these like, gnarly worms in this like hick town that are trying to kill everybody. It's really funny. It's really oh, good. Is Kevin Bacon in that? Kevin Bacon oh, is in it. He's like a it. string bean. Um, he looks weird in that. Yeah. Hey, he's encouraging <laughs> social distancing, and so are we. Oh, okay, Let's that's that good. Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. The, the, um, they they leave with their new uh, directive mm -hmm. to go and rescue Princess Fiona and exchange the deed for Shrek's swamp. Um, this is where we get the famous like ogres are like onions. Oh yeah, and the even better. Yes. Everybody liked Parfait. That was one of those yes. ones when I was a kid. Like, I didn't really know what it meant, but just, like, the rhythm of the way Eddie Murphy said it just got, like, tattooed onto my brain. Mm -hmm. And you, I just... It's, Everybody liked Parfait. Parfait might be the most delicious thing on this entire planet. He's right. They're good. Yeah. God damn. But I didn't even know what a Parfait was for, like so long watching that movie but i was just like everybody like Papa. that was like a, a secret menu item at mcdonald's that i knew about when i was a kid and i remember getting a bunch of little parfaits i think it's a 
explicit menu item now. Well, but no one really thinks to reach for the parfait. Nobody gets the that's where I found out about parfaits too. Was McDonald's some sort of like backwoods hick? <laughs> That's the first place I had a parfait. Wow! What'd you think? They're pretty good, right? Dude, they're pretty. It's pretty good. I, I mean, I have another one. I have had another one. So yeah, <laughs> I've had them since. I'll have them again. He's a recidivist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Everybody like parfait. Uh, but yeah, dude, I wanted to tell you. I so I found out about this whole Shrek retold thing. Have any of you heard about this? Eric, Rob, Joe? No. Um, so there's like this like stand-up comedy troupe or something in Minnesota or something. That, it would uh, be Minnesota. Teamed up with like 200 online freelance animators and released like a new like psychedelic. Oh, that's right. It's like every minute or something is a different. Yeah, a, dude. A, like a bunch of brand, people like open source each animated a minute of Shrek. Yeah, dude. I couldn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. I could not get through. We should like, watch it. It was too much for me. Like I had to <laughs> stop. It was too much for you. It was heavy, man. It's, <laughs> it's like, have you ever heard? It's like when they plug things into the Google Dreamweaver or whatever. It's just some, <laughs> some weird ass shit, but whatever. Is that the artificial intelligence i i don't know what it is it makes weird videos or at least it made bob ross look demonic but um (laughs) at any rate they the people that do that also have a shrek fest every year and there is an onion eating contest that i think i'm yeah he's eating he's eating an oh no he's eating an onion like an apple another holes connection exactly they live longer donkeys live longer Oh, dude, there's a crossover point. Are they part of the same universe? I think so. Shrek and Holes exist in the same cinematic universe. Yeah. For some reason, they silenced him in Holes, but... There's a thing where they're, like, going up to the castle. We get that great montage of them, like, traveling through to the uh, Proclaimers. I'm on my way. Yeah. Yes. But they're going up to the tower and... Shrek and Donkey are talking, and Shrek's like, well, she'll be up at the highest room of the tallest tower. I read it in a book, he says. And I'm like, but he didn't really read that book. He used it to wipe his ass. <laughs> so does that mean in this universe, Shrek, like, absorbs written information, like, through his ass? Like, through... Well, he was like, reading he, it at the He beginning. reads that book by, like, wiping his ass with it, and that's how he reads I, I took it as like he's kind of like Cheryl Strayed from Wild, you know, and that like <laughs> after after he's done with the book, instead of like burning it, he uses it to wipe his ass. <laughs> and that way, so it just helps him extra retain the information. <laughs> yeah, it's like they say you should write notes twice like write one in glass and then just write them down again a second time and you'll remember it better <laughs> shrek life hack is like write it read it once and then wipe your ass with it yeah. <laughs> and you'll never forget it yeah it imprints on your anus or, or whatever um because like if you butt chug you get way drunker so then it is if like you but if you butt read you you remember a lot more yeah that's I what i was thinking that was my kind of logic that was my kind irrefutably of... yeah it's yeah <laughs> i could see that <laughs> <laughs> but anyways i really love i love this whole sequence of fighting the dragon and rescuing fiona yeah 
there's like a whole bunch of burnt up nights in there. There's some grim stuff in there. Yeah, what do you guys think about that scene? <laughs> Any thoughts? Um, I, 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 I was also a, a huge fan of it. Um, the thing, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but no, the thing that okay. stuck out to me most was not like the uh, rescue of the princess rescue, but like but donkey's seduction. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is much more interesting. It, it, and like, I think has we have some pretty interesting conditions, I think. Yeah. Do you want to get into those? Well, first of all, the the dragon has what looks to be fake eyelashes and lipstick. <laughs> and makeup, like eyeshadow. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And Donkey first, like, you know, he's like, he doesn't have a lot of bronze, so he has to use his files and his wits to get yeah, out of the situation. he's a con man. He's always thinking exactly. on his feet. He's always trying to think. And then like the classic situation where his wits get him into even more trouble. You right, know? right. He's like, oh, I'll flatter this person. And then he's like, Oh, now I gotta <laughs> deal with the old ball and chain. Deal with the old ball and chain, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I do love when uh, she the dragon blows the like heart of smoke at him, and he's like, "Oh, <clears throat> I'm an asthmatic, you know. I don't know if this will work out." <laughs> do you guys remember in Napoleon Dynamite, Kip's girlfriend, Lafonda? Lafonda. <laughs> I get like a very much like a Kip and LaFonda type relationship out of this. Oh, yes. Totally. I could definitely see Kip and LaFonda vibes for sure. Totally. Like like the dragon is going to pull Donkey out of the house a little bit and like show him the world or something. And, you know, he won't. He, he, is that a euphemism? <laughs> I do think it's funny um, in the later throughout this sequence where Shrek is like, I've got to go save my ass. And he's going, <laughs> yeah. he's going to rescue donkey. And the dragon has brought donkey into like her hoarded gold chamber. And it's just like in, in the age of me too, that we live in, it's just like a role reversal of like donkey trying to like respectfully talk this belligerent, <laughs> like try to like it. Well, no, I don't think, I don't think we should do that. I think we should just get to know each other a little better. Like <laughs> he was setting some boundaries. He's trying to talk his way out of having to hook up with this dragon <laughs> right on the spot. I think he was, he was being a respectful guy, man. You know, he yeah. knows how to have no, a yeah, healthy he's like, conversation right. about a relationship. But the dragon is not listening. Like, she is continuing to try to make a move on Donkey. Mm-hmm. And it's only stopped by Shrek, like, collaring her with that, like, chandelier on a big chain for some reason thing. Well, he, he bumps Donkey out and then... Shrek's there with his ass out. Oh for yeah, some reason. Even, yeah. And the dragon eats his ass. The dragon, yeah, <laughs> eats his ass. Yeah, I thought that was a great touch that the dragon had to kiss Shrek's ass. <laughs> yeah. away. Which I did, I did read just the other day, or maybe even just earlier today, on NPR or something. That it was like 
um, can't is it safe to like have sex during the coronavirus outbreak? Mm-hmm. And one of the doctors they asked made a specific point to say there's some evidence of fecal to oral transmission, so analingus is not advised <laughs> in the outbreak. No. And I was like, and millennials, dude, what are we? What are they gonna do there if they can't eat ass, bro? Eating booty is what we're. But all also about. like a public service announcement: don't eat ass during the outbreak. You, that's how you get coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Show me the science on that one, and I'll, and I'll roll with it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the, the dragon eats Shrek's ass. Um, they get out. Um, Fiona makes Shrek reveal himself to be the ogre that he is, and she's like more cool with it than you might expect but she's also like kind of bratty and it's like no 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 this is all wrong this isn't how it's supposed to be yeah shrek has to like forcibly throw her on his back and like take her along right for the ride um donkey got his tail burned off which was sad he got a little crispy by the dragon yeah, <laughs> but then they're walking away. I think it's at some point when they're walking away that Shrek, like Rob said, delivers another one of those classic one-liners where he's like, uh, "Farquaad, uh, men of his stature are in short demand or short uh, supply." Short, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, careful, Shrek. You don't himself. want her to think little of him. They just make a lot of short jokes. Yeah. Shrek is definitely a Chad. And Farquaad is definitely an incel. <laughs> is that accurate? Do we think? I I completely agree. Agree with We're that. We're all statement. comfortable with I that. Think, st- I think you hit the nail on the head there. We're all comfortable with that statement. Okay. Yeah, especially with how much the the film plays up yeah. Farquaad's shortness. Yeah, I love when he like rides up on the horse. And he has like the fake legs, <laughs> and they like they make it so like his guards have to like take him out like he's in a booster seat. Yeah, or like something. a little baby. But <laughs> speaking of Farquaad, it cuts to this scene where he's in his like big circular zebra print bed. He's obviously naked, and he's like having a drink, and the mirror is there, and he's like, "Show me her again." And the and the mirror makes like a repulsed face, and it's like, "Is he jacking off?" Yeah, dude. No, you can see an erection. In really? The, in the sheets. Uh, yeah. Maybe that was just a fault. I I, wa- I read that online, and I watched it pretty closely today. And yeah, <laughs> you so, were like, "I gotta see Farquaad." But what's yeah. he packing? Does he have a big hog? Uh, you know, I'm in no way, I'm in no place to judge on that <laughs> that one. Uh, Is but, it proportional? Uh, God has shortchanged me a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it, it's yeah. proportional. Yeah. So whatever. yeah, so he's jerking off. So he's just sitting there jerking off in front of that mirror, in front of this mirror. Who has to see it? That's not right, dude. It's not right. <laughs> poor guy. It's not yeah, right. That's the- it's like a webcam <laughs> allegory. It's like yeah. your FBI FBI agent watching you through the webcam. Oh god. This movie has a lot of Do you think this is like Do you think you could go through this movie and find a lot of like You know, maybe they were trying to warn us, you know, like Yeah, Snowden wasn't They that uh, they were like they're showing us this all this surveillance, Gingy's torture, you know, they mm-hmm. were like they were trying I wonder if there's like any 
Patriot Act stuff. Any kind of 9-11 references in Shrek can you think of? I, I did I did look the it dragon up. crashing through the window of the church. <laughs> That's a wow. dude. Wow. I don't this, know. So Shrek came out in May. Which 2001? is just before. Holy shit. How did they know? <laughs> oh, yeah. They were trying if, if to warn is, us. They were very prescient. Holy shit, dude. They were trying to warn us, dude. <laughs> we're like, quit this. Holy shit. <laughs> I think we're on to something here. It's definitely very, uh, it's a very anti-authoritative film. Right, you know, you know like, um, the Kingdom of Duloc, like the Facebook facsimile world, you know, he's oh obsessed God. with like order and perfection. And but then when he gets eaten at the end, all of his subjects cheer. That's, that is true. That did, oh. that did strike me that everyone kind of clapped and cheered. Yeah, they all fucking hated Farquaad, dude. His name is essentially Fuckwad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was looking on the Shrek fandom wiki. Oh. Yeah, and Farquaad's first name is Maximus. Maximus Farquaad. Yeah, <laughs> Lord Maximus Farquaad. Max, maximum Farquaad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Nice. MF. MF, Maximum Farquaad. Um, Shrek and Fiona on the second day. Fiona overnight hears Shrek talking to Donkey about how, like, People see me and they're on their way. They never take that chance to get to know me. You know? Oh, yeah. That's and after th- they shut Fiona into Jesus's tomb. Yeah, into the, uh, <laughs> the the place of the, into the tomb of the resurrection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And they're talking about constellations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Dude, I and did. that's the scene, if you haven't seen it, where. That's the one that's readily available where you can see the storyboards and hear the version of the movie with Chris Farley as Shrek. Oh. Because famously, I don't know if, how many of you know about this, but originally Chris Farley did like most, if not all, of the lines for it, but then died before they could complete all of it, so they had to get Mike Myers. I did not know that. Wow. I didn't know that either. Well, look up Chris Farley Shrek video. And you'll see what I'm talking about. And that's the point. But then on this second day, yeah, that's the scene that's in there. But then on this second day, they like love each other. Like it's crazy how from like it's like over the course of one day, he and Fiona like are like, okay, let's get married. Like right. this movie takes place over like three days, and they agree to get married. Like you see it pretty much in real time. But yeah, they blow up those balloons with the frog and the snake, and they are definitely dead. They're like shoving each other and stuff and flirting, and there's a lot of sexual tension. Um, then we get to see Robin Hood and the Merry Men, who I loved Dude, watching song. it this time. Their song absolutely slapped. Totally. I was pissed at Fiona for like punching him in the face to end it or whatever because I loved the song. <laughs> yeah. I loved the Merry Men. They are my favorite people in the whole movie. Yeah, they're like awesome. Like French accent. I yeah. Think does it for me. Yeah, they're all like dandy men, like singing yeah. song and dance. men. Uh, I steal from the rich and give to the poor. Like, it's sick, dude. It takes a wee percentage, I think. Yeah, the guy, one. he's got that like fat monk yeah. playing the accordion. I love Those it. are some 
MF Merry Men, if yeah. if, if you will. I loved those guys. Man. Yeah. I want to join them. They were so they were having such a blast. Fiona does her like Trinity from the Matrix shit. And, like, yeah. And, well, it's, yeah, it's they're like she learned how to do all this by herself in her room. Yeah. Well, like, right. How did you learn to fight other people in a room by yourself? Rex I don't Wando. understand. Yeah. Yeah, she was just watching Rex Quando tapes. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh there's oh yeah, Donkey is like, Shrek, you love her. You gotta and they they like convince Donkey that he's feeling sick, Shrek and Fiona, so that they can like, they it's just an excuse to spend another night together. Yeah, essentially, which I never really clocked those kind of like machinations and emotional dynamics before. I don't think, but mm. it's good to see. I'll do like when Donkey's like, oh, I can't feel my toes. Oh, I don't have toes. I need a hug. <laughs> It's a big mood for sure. Yeah, some go, yeah, somebody get that donkey a hug. Yeah, somebody give that little donkey a hug. That, that noble seed. Um, that's when Fiona and Shrek eat the <laughs> weed rat. Together, yeah, right? they eat. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I cook the best weed rat or whatever. <laughs> I cook the, the best weed rat stew. And donkey comes in and and um, he sees Fiona as like a a green ogre, and he's like, "Oh man, I told Shrek those rats were a bad idea," <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny. One of the classic lines, but Donkey's confronting Shrek about his feelings, and he's like, "I'm an animal, Shrek, and I've got instincts." And I'm like, "Is he saying he smelled the horniness, the juices, the pheromones?" That was like the most tension of any scene. Yeah. And Donkey does break it down like multiple times. Yeah. Off track. Yeah, dude. I love it. Because Shrek like goes into full. Oh, yeah. I wrote Donkey hypochondria down for that. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, God. He's making up. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Now that you mentioned it, I do feel all these symptoms. Um, But this is that thing then where it's that night. Shrek is trying is gonna tell Fiona how he feels, and he has a great line where he's like he's like practicing, you know, and he's like, "Oh, I got you this flower," which brings me because there's like they walk through a sunflower field earlier. He wants to give her a sunflower. There's like a whole sunflower motif in this movie. It's weird, but uh, he's like motor Shrek's like muttering to himself about like. Um, what he's gonna say to her, and he's like, "I got you this flower because it's pretty, and I thought of you because you're pretty, but uh, I like you anyway." <laughs> and then it's just like, "Oh, I'm in trouble." Yeah, yeah. But then he goes up anyway. But he overhears she's talking about not thinking Shrek would like her, but he overhears her being like, "Who could love something so hideous?" <laughs> and he's this is what I'm talking about when it's like he's just like such a toxic dude because he just like. Yeah. It doesn't wait to get any kind of context. Just immediately set, gets so pissed and goes immediate, gets far quad, brings him back the next morning. It's like immediately screaming at Fiona about like about it, and she's right. um, and it leads to a classic miscommunication where she thinks he's really mad that she's an ogre, but he thinks she thinks he's ugly because he's an ogre right 
And they don't, they just need to take a deep breath and yeah. communicate. Yeah, have literally a 30 second conversation about the shit. God's sake, Shrek. But Shrek, yeah, just don't screams at her and does the dramatic thing and then storms off back to his swamp and is like, no, donkey, there is no we, there's no us, there's just me and my swamp. <laughs> yeah, when you started talking about Shrek as like a toxic masculinity type character, that like this sequence was the first thing I thought about. Because yeah. especially from Fiona's point of view, um, because like she thinks that he, <laughs> that he, since she's an ogre, that she's too ugly for him. Yeah, even though he's Just, an like, ogre. Just like the personification of like a nice guy. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, I, I can only be with you if you're always this like 80 pound <laughs> redhead girl with big tits. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I thought that would matter to you. He's like the thing of you know, and, it's, and he's like, Well, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Storms off back to his swap. I'm better off alone. Um, this nice guy rage. Yeah, he gets so pissed. Yeah, it's an emo Shrek moment. Yeah, Bring for sure. A little bit. Yeah, for sure. But then, uh, then there's this weird scene where like a donkey is by himself, and he like stumbles over to this like a river bank and he's looking at his reflection and then he just looks over and the dragon is just there <laughs> right next yeah. to him and he just like goes over and like sits down next it's like what yeah <laughs> that's what is that's the reunion yeah dude but it's funny because then immediately he comes back to shrek's swamp and it's just like confronting him and sort of like in a tough love way like makes him realize that he's like making a mistake and he loves Fiona and he needs to go back but it's like oh shit Donkey just needed a woman and he just needed a dragon to give him that confidence you know that self belief and then he's like defending himself he's speaking up for himself he's he's yeah hey, you call Shrek onion boy at one point onion boy <laughs> onion boy onion boy yeah. I don't care about your layers onion boy <laughs> I'm an onion boy it's just because you smell like onions. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then Shrek is like, oh, I have to go back. And Donkey's like, oh, don't you worry. I've got a way to get back. And they ride the dragon. They hijack <laughs> the dragon and crash it into a tall. Holy shit, dude. And like Farquaad's fortress is like a, a distinctly tall tower. Yeah. And they crash the dragon into it. Oh my god! You're they crash the wedding. Yeah, dude, that's the plans, dude. That's no, Rob's. He's going on some Shrek truther shit. Over here. <laughs> that's that's that's. <laughs> I've always been a Shrek truther. That's the uh, that's oh. the nine eleven correlation, dude. That's what they're trying to say with that. Donkey crashes the dragon into the church too because. Um, yeah, Shrek tries to interrupt the wedding and Farquaad's like, the ogre is in love with the princess. <laughs> uh, he laughs so hard at the idea. You're too woke for this shit, John. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, uh, yeah, Shrek tries to interrupt, but then this is like the most affecting scene in the movie to me is when all those guards are wrestling Shrek and Fiona to the ground and they just want to be with each other. Yeah. Is that... Both in their ogre form. 
Is that before or after she gets hit with the sunlight and starts to go? It's it's after she changes. She's like, I wanted to show you first, and she's like, shows Shrek that he she turns into an ogre, mm-hmm. and then Farquaad's like, ah, disgusting. Kill them both, guards, yeah. guards. And yeah, like I was like the most emotionally affecting moment. They're like reaching out their hands, trying to Shrek, Fiona. You know? <laughs> But then Shrek starts like body slamming guards to the ground, and then yeah, Donkey 911's the dragon <laughs> into the church. <laughs> and and, uh, and, uh, oh, God. and then uh, <laughs> um, eat t- she eats Farquaad. The dragon just eats Farquaad. Yeah, and he's like canani- canonically dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he didn't. You didn't survive that, dude. Yeah. All the people cheer because they don't like him at all. <laughs> they don't like Farquaad. They cheer. Shrek and Fiona kiss, and she like goes clear. Full, yeah, yeah. She as gets like operating Thetan level eight or whatever, exactly. and like learns about Xenu and shit, and like. <laughs> gets this like glowing billowy orb that like lifts her up like jesus style rob or eric maybe one of you know but it's like whatever the characters in dragon ball z do when they get like fucking leveled up and they're like flying super saiyan yes exactly super saiyan what is it she's super scion or super saiyan or whatever it is super saiyan yeah it's like when dragon ball z when they get like ultra powerful and their hair turns blonde (laughs) okay okay i got that's what it reminded me of when she was or like when pennywise and it starts to get the the three lights in its head or whatever and sure. like, you know, fucks the kids up. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. Just like the Aikido teacher, apparently. Yeah. And then they kiss. <laughs> no, really, not apparently. And then, yeah, then they, they share us a nice tender kiss and we get the end credits, the musical number of the Smash Mouth and Eddie Murphy cover of I'm a Believer. This is where we see Lieutenant Dan Gingy. We see all the... Fairy tale creatures again, like Cinderella is like dancing with one of those seven dwarves. And Gingy has like PTSD because he like beats Farquaad's little action figure on the wedding cake yeah. with this cake. Yeah, he yeah, he really hates Farquaad. Lashes out I mean, wouldn't you? I would I would. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. you? Took his legs, waterboarded him. Waterboarded him yeah. and milk milkboarded him. <laughs> um Yeah. And uh, that's one of the best scenes in the movie, honestly, is when they all just sing a Smash Mouth song for the yeah. old, the, like it, from start to finish. It's a very musical movie. It is. It is. You might even call it a musical. You might even that that scene especially is is really great, and I feel like it, uh, you know, portends what they would do in the future to be a Shrek idol or whatever. They far, do. far away idol. Yeah, they had that. Yeah, dude, that's in Shrek too. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little teaser for your next. Uh, yeah, next a, little, a little tease. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, know, and then. Who would have thought that the, uh, the dwarves would have been so musical? Like, they, they're the entire band. Oh, yeah, they all the know instruments, they know the monkeys, and they know the Smash Mouth cover <laughs> of the monkeys. <laughs> I do love when uh, Donkey is like, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Yeah, dude. 
It reminded me of Jeff Garland in School of now Rock. That's our face. <laughs> Jeff Garland in School of Rock is doing Surrender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Mom is all right. Yeah. This movie could have benefited right. from a Jeff Garland uh, appearance, mm. I think. Yes, that's true. That Bring the whole criticism. daddy daycare crew back into it. Yeah. Steve Zahn? Or is Steve Zahn in the Shrek first? Marvin? Yeah. <laughs> I fuck with daddy daycare. You Marvin. love Marvin. I love Marvin. He knows the most. He knows Klingon. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, end of Shrek. Yeah. Wow, what a journey. Any final thoughts, man? Yeah, do you guys have any any kind of concluding summary Shrek thoughts you want to give to the people? Dude, I love this movie. I think this movie still holds water 19 years later. It's still good. It's had a bit of a resurgence as like a meme movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to say, um, I feel like we've touched on it a little bit, but I think we would be remiss to not talk about the meme culture that has emerged. Right. Ever- Around around <laughs> Shrek. Why do you think that is? I I, feel, I have like I have a theory, just like that. It's very it's very absurd movie, and not only that, the visuals are very absurd as well. It's like this weird green blob that's called Shrek, <laughs> and it's like yeah. also has that nostalgia factor that like everyone has seen it yeah. before. It's totally. At least of like a certain age and younger or older, or whatever, like, um, is almost omnipresent in the zeitgeist, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so many yeah. people around our age seen, have seen Shrek and saw it growing up. And he is kind of like garish looking, <laughs> you know? Like, his, he, he, the way that he looks. It's a little weird. He's vest. so cartoonish and like carnivalesque, even and kind of like <laughs> grotesque, <laughs> and but like expressive in a way, also too, you know, which is great for memes. Yeah, I also, I also think that like the animation in Shrek is so like rudimentary that you can get like pretty damn close to it looking like. It's just like a, a computer these days. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of the people that have drawn. Like the Shrek is love, Shrek is life yeah. thing. It's like pretty yeah. easy to make and like where you're like, yeah, that Shrek looks fine yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> or like the video where they replace like the dog doing like the Oh the my God. <laughs> yes. That is one of the best videos. I... And they have like the announcer still in there, like, whoa, what a run! And it's just a little Shrek sprinting through this obstacle course. I am I forgot about that obsessed video. with that video because I look at that and I, I think about like how much manpower went into making that because you had to get that video of the dog thing and then go through, and but then you also have to capture video of like whatever video game thing or like little Shrek running (laughs) doing like however many kind of cursory turns and motions and jumps and stuff and then you have to go like individually frame by frame and like cut out the dog and add Shrek and that would take so much work labor of love I'm so glad somebody did it but it's (laughs) um, it's it's amazing to me that anybody put in that much work for that but people love (laughs) Shrek people love Shrek 
I think it's just like another layer, sort sort of like an onion, you might say. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, like the surreal meme of Shrek is is like the reverence that it has garnered. Like the people would spend that much time on a video just adds to like how great of a meme it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's people let's people do it because they love it. You know? <laughs> Shrek. He's just Shrek. Yes, he's just Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is just Shrek, dude. Just a green blob named Shrek. Yes. Well, dude, the Shrek memes oh. also seem to have almost no expiration date on them. Yeah, no, those things are timeless. They're for still sure. good. Yeah, they're still good. <laughs> I hope, like, if they discover any art or anything from this era, like archaeologists, the thousands of years down the road, they're just gonna find paintings of Shrek and like. Weird Shrek designs on. I'm gonna find that that photo of like Shrek's face photoshopped on Mike Wazowski's body, and it just says, and it just says shrunk. Yeah. <laughs> that's like they're gonna be like, that's what art was. That's real art in the 2010s. Is <laughs> shrunk. shrunk, dude? I love Shrunk. Uh, well. Oh man. But yeah, let's see. How long have we been talking about Shrek? An hour and 36 minutes. Oh my God. That was quite a journey. Wow. Daddy needs a break. I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, should we uh, end the uh, Shrek episode there? Do you guys want to come back and do Shrek too? Yeah, I'd love to. I would love to as well. I'll actually watch it again this time. <laughs> Hell yes, dude. Shrek we'll, we'll see about that. It's got Funky Town. It's got uh, Antonio Banderas. It's got Puss in Boots. Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, yes. Boom. Honestly, I'm incredibly excited to watch Far, Far Away Idol. <laughs> yes. I want, is that, that must be like a DVD extra. Or wait, is it like the post credits thing? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I might try to get my hands on a Blu-ray. <laughs> oh. So I, so I can watch that. With that government check. <laughs> yeah, Trump's going to send you $1,000. First thing I'm buying is the Shrek 2 Blu-ray. <laughs> so I can watch Far, Far Away Idol. <laughs> I think there's like a way you could get it like on your Wii or like use your controller to like participate in it a little bit. Oh. Is that right? Like a Bandersnatch? I think you're right, actually. That was like during the age of like interactive DVD extras. What golden age? (laughs) An all too brief period. Bandersnatch just ripped off of the far, far away idol. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd love to be on uh, Shrek 2 episode. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sweet, sweet. Well, again, as always, anybody who stuck around and listened to this whole. quarantine companion uh thank you seek some help find somebody to talk to mm-hmm. um and uh yeah we'll see you soon we've got a lot of people joining the friendship film club i don't know if like three or four is a lot but we've got some people joining the friendship film club and uh you can too probably so uh do that stay safe wash your hands don't touch your face don't touch your face don't eat ass don't eat ass, apparently. For the next couple of weeks, at least. We'll see about that. Um, Eric, Rob, did you want to say any farewell? Um, I just want to say thank you for taking me on this journey and making me watch Shrek once again in 2020. Of course, of course. 
I, I really did relive my original thoughts with Shrek on this one, so thanks for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, happy to give you that. All right, folks, we'll see you all next week on Quarantine Accompagnon. Over and out. Over and out.